Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out today. Happy Thursday to everybody. You know, I was looking at the calendar today, and February is almost over with, and I'm and I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked at how fast it's going. You know, just since we started this year, we've talked about love, we've talked about loss, we've talked about detoxing, and we've talked about intentions. And all of that kind of is a summation of, I think uh, my guest is going to be a perfect example to be able to help us kind of bridge the gap and pull it all together, action. And so my guest today is Sean Anderson, and he is a best-selling author, excellent motivational speaker, and he's going to talk to us about the beauty of going the extra mile. Welcome, Sean. I'm humbled to be here today with you, Bonnie. How are you? I am really good. You know, I, I was doing some research on you, and I'm thinking, oh, God, I have a million questions I want to ask you, let alone what my listeners might want to hear. Um, but it's I, I love somebody that can put something together and then provide the support that goes with it. You know, maybe filling in that why, that gap that says, you know, sometimes you just got to do it. But sometimes we need help in being able to get motivated how to do it. So I love your tagline where it's <laughs> real motivation without the hype here. Um, did I say that right? I know I was like really practicing that one. Um, and yeah, I, you know, that's, that's how we create the life we love, though, isn't it? I mean, we cast the vision. And then if we don't put massive legs of action underneath the vision, it never happens. Yeah, it's so true. And, you know, I was listening to a, a motivational speaker at an event a couple of years ago, um, and it was one of the things that stuck with me. Like, I don't remember him, but I remember what he said. And he said, nothing, nothing is going to happen without effort. And it's true. It's like we could dream all day long, but there's then there's that point where you have to kind of, like you said, put legs to it and get into action with it. And and I love this. I love this because this is this is a perfect time, I think, right now for all of us. You know, we're coming to the end of February. We're past all of the, you know, the the new year um, and all of the, you know, the resolutions, the intentions, the goals, everything that we thought about doing. And now it's like, let's really settle in and say, what do I need to be doing or what do I not need to be doing in order to have the best year ever? Well, that's right. You know, and this whole subject of action, sometimes people say, well, I did, I tried, I, I did that once and it didn't work. Well, that's where the whole concept of going the extra mile comes in, because Absolutely, if your dream is so gigantic, you can expect to run into failure and defeat the first couple of times, but go the extra mile, keep on moving forward, keep pushing, keep putting massive action into what it is that you want. Yeah, true. Now, when you talk about the extra mile, I think, oh my gosh, I can't even think about a mile, and yet you've accomplished so much. So, Sean, could you share with uh, with me and all of our listeners here, like, what what's his history? I know that you started out as an entrepreneur at the age of eight, and I love the story and where it goes from here. Will you share that with us? Well, when I was a young boy, I had a, a passionate love for baseball cards, and I realized then that if I you know, in order to go to Uncle Happy's toy shop to buy my baseball cards, I, I needed to have money. So I started a worm selling business, selling giant night crawlers. It, in the evening, I would flood my parents' backyard. That would cause the worms to rise to the surface. I would then go gather the worms, put them in giant peat barrel buckets, and then I'd run advertisements in, in newspapers on, on Saturdays and Sundays for the fishermen. And I would sit in front of my front yard early in the morning and the fishermen would drive by and they would buy worms by the dozen. That gave me the money I needed to go buy my baseball cards. So I learned <laughs> a long time ago that if you had a vision and something that you really wanted, you just don't wish for it. You find a way to make it happen. And I've been an entrepreneur my entire life ever since then. Oh, that's fantastic. So you went from this eight-year-old selling worms into what? Like, you know, because we, because then all of a sudden it's like we get into these teenage years and these early adulthood years, and then we think we got to go we got to go work for a company in order to survive because that's what our parents did potentially. 
But then what was your decision at that point when you became this adult to say, no, I'm, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and stay an entrepreneur? You know, I always had an awareness that life was short. And I always in, included in that awareness was, you know, asking myself the question, what is it that you want to do with your life? What is it that makes you happy? What is it that just makes you want to get up every morning and just give it your best? And never did my answer include working for someone else and building their dream. Never was that my answer. My answer was always thinking about, gosh, this is what I'd really love to do in life. How do I make that happen? Mm. And then the more passion I put towards what I wanted to do, the more value I added to the world and to the universe, to other businesses, the more value that was added back to me. And so I just kept doing that, and I've been successful for 55 years. Oh, that's incredible. So I know that you, you're all about walking the talk and talking the walk here, but nothing is more powerful than you, <laughs> you sharing that you pedaled 4,000 miles across the United States twice. Like, What gave you the motivation to do such a journey like that? Well, you know, ever since then, I, I do one of these great adventures every year. I've now also walked across five countries and will be walking across my sixth country in June. I'll be walking 500 miles across Italy. I've walked across Spain. I've walked across Portugal, border to border. I've walked across England. I've walked across Ireland. I've walked 750 miles around Shikoku, Japan. I use all of those as what I call axe sharpening tools. There are those times during the year where I just melt myself down into the most basic. I put a backpack on my back and I go survive. Because when we're surviving, when we reach the points in our life where we're tested the most, when we're challenged the most, that's where we become our best. That's where our inspiration grows. That's where we learn to count upon ourselves the most. And that's where our passion for life truly becomes just wow. Yeah, that's incredible. So, but what what has you want to do that? I mean, you know, I don't know that in my lifetime I want to think about walking across, well, maybe Spain, but England or Italy <laughs> or biking across the United States. Like, what does it give you that, that you that you can share back to me and say, this is what I got out of it. This is why I keep doing it. Man, it reminds me that life is just super simple and we complicate it. Mm. You know, it reminds me exactly of what I truly need to be happy. It it helps me connect with people I would never have connected with before. It challenges me, challenges me in a way, you know, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, that just really brings out the best of me. If people are interested in maximizing their potential, don't we have to push ourselves past our own comfort zone? Well, yeah. when you're out there and you're, you're, you're walking in a rainstorm in England where the rain is, is coming down so hard that it's raining at you sideways, and you're, there's no one for miles and miles around, and you've got like 12 miles to go to get to where you need to stay that night. You learn to really trust yourself, and you develop a confidence in you that says, man, nothing's impossible. You got this. You can do this. And I then can come back to you know, the United States, and I can create product, and I can create businesses, and I can create confidence in myself that truly believes that I, if I want it, I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty remarkable. I know that there's that we, some of us, we, we take that sacred time for ourselves very seriously. And others can't imagine doing a journey like that. And, you know, not having that, not having, you know, that that wherewithal to be able to say, I'm not going to walk in the rain for, you know, hundreds of miles. (laughs) Well, you know, it's just a metaphor for life. Because, you know, for example, when I'm pedaling a bike across the United States, I'm, I'm pedaling up, you know, 13,000 foot, you know, mountains, but it's just like life. Someday we feel like we're just going up the mountain and we're never going to get to the top. Sometimes we crash on our bike and we're sitting there going, man, I don't think I can get up on my bike again. Sometimes we crash in life and we think, how am I ever going to get through this? How am I going to survive? We lose our jobs. Someone in our family dies. There's a tragedy that strikes us. We just lose hope or confidence. I mean, it's just a metaphor for life. And and, you know, the more confidence we have in, in realizing that we, oh, we can, we've overcome every one of our bad days in life. Bonnie, you and I have, have overcome yeah. every one of our bad days. Then we can continue to overcome whatever bad day life throws at us in the future. Yeah. And, you know, it, and our society is becoming, uh, what's the word I want to use? Very depressed 
mentally disturbed? I mean, just what's going on with the school shooting that happened in the last 24 hours? How do we how what are some solutions that you see in being able to kind of have us get back to this simplistic life and not make it so complicated and and you know find that inner peace within us that isn't a reflection of wanting to hurt people it's crazy well you know there's no doubt that there's a ton of horrible going on in the world and some days it can really can really sap our power and it can really it can really put a dent in our hope but we also have to remember that there are 100 tons of wonderful. And, you know, when we hear all these horrible things, I hope that it gives people like you and me and our listeners just the, just the passion to want to go be the wonderful in a world sometimes that is horrible. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know no secret for the world to change. I only know the secret for you and I to change. And that's to look in the mirror every single day and say, I choose to be the best version of me and then go out and be that person. Mm-hmm. Yes, that I agree with. So, so Sean, as an entrepreneur, what is it that you're doing now that has that sustains you and allows you to be able to take these, you know, hundred miles, hundreds of miles across uh, a country? Well, I've really been blessed in my life in the sense that, you know, I've created some pretty cool things that have succeeded. I've, I've created 50 that haven't succeeded, but, <laughs> you know, a lot of, a lot of my victories, I was, I was wise enough to, to really be smart about, you know, the money that I'm, I've certainly made. And, and it, it gives me, it gives me the freedom now to truly live the life I love. And, you know, when, when we have success and when we reach, when we have financial success, it, it doesn't mean go out and, and be crazy and buy everything in the world, but it just be, it means to be smart. You know, look at your finish line. How many years do you have to go and be smart when you, when you have your good times. And, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate right now that my good times right now push me, it can push me all the way to my finish line. Oh, that's fantastic. So as a, as a motivational speaker, um, an amazing artist, uh, an author to these books that I see in front of me here. And you've, you've also created this program, this, uh, go the extra mile, which is like a worldwide program, right? Yeah, in 2009, you know, we, 2008, 2009, our country was really going through a bad time. And if you remember, people were losing their jobs and bankruptcies yeah. were at an all-time high and foreclosures were at a, it, it was just a really depressing time. And I felt that people started looking at everybody else in the world to make a change in their life. They looked at their spouse and said, what are you doing? To make our relationship better. They would look at their boss and say, what are you going to do to make sure that I have a job in the future and can make more money? And then they looked at the government for everything else. What program are you going to create to make, to fix all this mess? And I felt that people really forgot that general, that simple rule that if you want to create change, you don't look at your spouse and you don't look at your boss and you certainly don't look at the government, but you look at the man and the woman in the mirror and you say, what are you going to do? So I decided to use my small voice and remind people that if you want to create change in your life, you do not continue doing the status quo, but you go the extra mile. Mm. As a symbol of that, I took my 47-year-old non-bicyclist body 4,000 miles across the country. My staff created events in 21 cities where we had the chance to interview over 200 people who had been identified as going the extra mile. Along the way, we created a day that first year called Extra Mile Day on November 1st, where mayors in cities recognized those heroes that were going the extra mile in volunteerism and service. The very first year, I was elated that 23 mayors jumped on the campaign. Last year, November 1st, 2017, 527 cities participated. Oh, that is fantastic. And what did they participate in doing? How did they go they the extra mile? They clap for those local heroes, man. Those, those people that are doing great things that aren't recognized. The people that are mm. going the extra mile in small, beautiful, awesome, amazing ways that make your life and my life better. It's the person that knits the, 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 the blankets and gives them away. It's the volunteer that's always selling the cookies at the PTA every single time. It's, it's, it's those people that are being clapped for in cities across the country. So Extra Mile Day is a day to clap for the heroes that nobody ever sees. Mm, I love that. What a what an awesome organization that you created to be able to do that and be able to recognize those people that are giving beyond, you know, giving beyond measure. 
And we don't we don't even know that most of the time that they exist because we're too caught up in our own lives. We are. We're so busy trying to soak in the value of everything else that we forget the general premise. If you want value in your life, you don't start by seeking value. You start by adding value. Adding and giving value. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So this so this is this always happen on November 1st, then this extra mile? Day. Yeah, always. You know, I had this brainstorm when I was pedaling. There's a 65-mile stretch across the Nevada desert where there are no breaks, no rest stops, no anything. <laughs> yes, I'm familiar it's with that one. About 115 degrees <laughs> as I'm pedaling across on, on, on the highway there. Nevada is the only state that you can pedal across with the cars because there's no other way to cross the state. So I'm pedaling my rear end off as fast as I can go about 1230 in the afternoon, and I'm totally hot and I'm overheated, and I'm thinking, gosh, what else can we do to drive attention to extra mile day? or to Extra Mile America, this tour, and I came up with this concept of Extra Mile Day. And so I don't know if it was heat exhaustion or if it was physical <laughs> exhaustion or what, but that's how it all started. Sometimes, sometimes the sun in the, in the desert can do that to you. It was like a hallucination that you turned into a very good cause. <laughs> it is. I was hallucinating out in the desert. I saw something. You know, but it is interesting to know that sometimes if we just have a vision and if we start taking you know, actionable steps towards that vision. The vision grows much bigger than we ever imagined. I never thought we would have over 500 cities. It wasn't in my vision. Oh, that is so cool. And you know what, though? And that's usually what people say once they've created something bigger than themselves, is that they had the vision, but they didn't quite know how to do it. So we're going to take a break right now, but I, I want to tap back into that when we come back, because that seems to be the, the, the burning question people ask. They always say, you know, I don't know how to do it. And I always say, you got to figure out why it's even important for you to do it and what what's in it for not only for yourself, but what's in it for others. And then the how will naturally come. But I'm interested in, in your formula of how you were able to create what you've created, why you created it, and what's in it for all of us so that we can participate with you. Okay? Awesome. All right. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be back with Sean Anderson. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision. One that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Welcome back, everybody. My guest today is Sean Anderson, and he's a six-time motivational author, international keynote speaker, and a results-producing people builder. I love that. He's created the day, go the extra mile. So on November 1st, every year, uh, cities get involved, people get involved in order to recognize the people that have gone the extra mile. Um, And I know that you've worked with political leaders and Olympic gold medalists and record holders and media outlets around the world. Um, You know, and I'm always interested in hearing, Sean, from your perspective, because I I see you as a a thought leader. Um, You know, some people just have that ability to 
go that extra mile and others don't. What's your what's your secret to be able to say I can go the extra mile and so can you? I just identified what it is that I'm really passionate about. You know what my purpose is. You know my purpose is to empower one million people to lead a more positive, passionate, and purposeful existence. And I think. I think when we find out what our mission is, what our reason is, why are you here, Bonnie? What is it that you're supposed to do? When you, when you, when you just tap into who you are and who you're supposed to be, it allows you to become more passionate about your existence and it allows you the desire to go the extra mile. Yeah, that is so, that is so true. You know, we, in um, some of the some of the programs, and you'll hear a little commercial uh, before we finish this segment as well. Um, that'll do that. It, that right there in itself, we don't take the time to really go within. You know, which is what this whole show has been produced around is beauty on the inside and out. But we don't take the time to go within to really discover who we are and find what those purpose and passions are. We we kind of just say, nope, this is the life that I've been given and this is what I have to do. But I can tell you that the people that are happy, the people that are, you know, excited about life, passionate about life, and even the people that are most wealthy in life, whether it's wealth and freedom, wealth and money, you know, wealth and fame. Um, they have found their passion, and they they turned it into a purpose. Well, that's right. You know, I think everybody should just ask themselves the question, what is it that I want to do with my life? You know, this great, mysterious adventure that we've all been given, this great blessing, this gift of life, what is it that you want to do with yours? You know, when as young kids, we're given this rule book of all these rules we're supposed to follow that say, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. You, you go do this, and then you do this, and then two years later you do this, and then you do this, and we all follow that. But I think when we start to realize that, yeah, that you could go that way, but you don't have to go that way. What do your whispers say? What are those whispers inside you that really prompt you to want to live your biggest life? What are those whispers? Listen carefully, and you will find your passion and your purpose. Because mm-hmm. those whispers come in funny forms. Sometimes they come in emotions like jealousy of other people. Sometimes they come in, I'm so happy for that person, like elated joy. Sometimes they come in sadness where they're like, oh, I wish I could do something to help them. But those are all callings, I think. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we're, you know... Billions of people, billions of different ways whispers could come to us. My whispers come to me in what gives me the tingles, man. I mean, when I start to go, when I think of something or if I hear something or if I feel something, I go, oh, man, that sounds Mm. amazing. (laughs) That sounds awesome. So that's what my inner voice is telling me. And as soon as I hear that, I listen. I listen and then I take action and do something about it. I go, man, I want to create that. I want to do that. I want to build that. I want to go there. I I want to experience that. I don't believe that life was meant to open a book and look at pictures. I believe that life was meant to be in the pictures. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that there's there's love and joy and passion and purpose and being able to kind of like live your life with some of that freedom and and I and I think it's I think it's I think it, everybody's capable of it. I think that we get really caught up in time and money a lot of times. Um, that we don't we don't live the life that we want to be able to live, and I know that kind of like in 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 going the extra mile, you know, there's this potential formula. But I think everybody has a everybody has their formula within them. But like you said, it's all about passion and purpose, and listening to those whispers. Um, that makes a lot a lot of sense. Now I have a I have a question for you though, it, for you to be walking across the country and biking across America. <laughs> You got to be in pretty good shape. So, is is how important is health, and what role does health play into the success of not only you manifesting this dream life, but being able to kind of, you know, withstand? Because it sounded like you were kind of right around my age there. Um, this ability to like have the strength and uh, flexibility and ability to to walk that far, bike that far. Well, well, first off, Bonnie, you are much, much, much younger than me, okay? 
<laughs> I am. I'm, but but I'm 55, and uh, you, you know, it's uh, my number one goal in life is always health. Because if I don't have my health, and if I'm not working on my health, then everything else diminishes in its excitement a little bit more. I if I'm not healthy my business suffers. If I'm not healthy, my writing suffers. If I'm not healthy, my relationship suffers. If I'm not healthy, my self-esteem suffers. If I'm not healthy, my adventures suffer. Mm-hmm. So everything begins with my health and understanding that I can create better health in me. Um, and I've been focused, number one, on health for probably 30 years for myself. You know, and I think health is, um, it, is it's got to be that foundation. And also, it's got to be a choice. Like, we... We hear what we need to do to be healthier and have a better life. We can take actions of what to do to be healthier and have a better life. But, but the, truth, the, the truth is it's a choice. It's a choice that you make to have that. So, you know, it, as adventurous as it sounds like that you are, Sean, um, your choice, it has to choo- you have to choose health in order to live that life that you're doing. Yeah, because I just don't want to walk through life not feeling good. I mean... You know, think about the days that you wake up and you just don't feel quite so good. Why would we choose that, Bonnie? Why but people would we are every day. That? That's the part that frustrates me. And and I know on the days that I choose, you know, to maybe kind of like not be, you know, on top of my diet or on top of my exercise regime. I know, I know that, you know, I'm like, you know what? I'm taking I'm, I'm taking the risk today to do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna live fully, and it's all about moderation. I'm going to, you know, manage it to do the best that I can and, and have a little fun here and eat a plate of brownies on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's consequences to everything we do. They and, were good. You know, we have to have the I didn't sleep at all last night. That, that what you do today, Bonnie, will affect what happens tomorrow. Yeah. You know, if you did those plate of brownies, you know, <laughs> every day for 10 days, you're probably going to look in the mirror, you know, three weeks from now and not feel great about yourself, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I did not sleep a wink last night. I had, <laughs> I, I was so high on sugar. Um, and I was very frustrated because my mind was just going and going and going. And I'm like, and I'm thinking, why can't I sleep? And I'm like, oh my God, the plate of brownies? <laughs> <laughs> that had to be it. I want to hear about um, you, you've got a, six books, right? Mm-hmm. I when yeah. I was when I was looking up on uh, your website, I saw the Amicus One Hundred One, the story about the pursuit of purpose and overcoming life's chaos. Can you give us a little insight on that one? Yes, and first, I'd like to just tell you how I came to developing my writing style. Um, one of the books out of the two, two books really were influential in in my early life. And one of them is an author, my favorite success motivational author, and his name is Og Mandino. And Og's no mm. longer with us, but he's left some gifts that I hope yeah. that everybody can, will pick up and read. One of them was called The Greatest Miracle in the World, and he just... He passed on success principles and ways to live your life in an empowering way, but he didn't do it in a Stephen Covey type way, like these are the 10 things you need to do to, to, to achieve this and this and this, because those did not resonate with me. He told, he told a story, and inside the story, you could pick up what it is that you needed to hear, because at every time in our life, we need to hear something different, right? And so Amicus 101 tells the story of a guy named Jay Garfield, who was cruising through life and everything was awesome until he goes to work one day and he gets fired out of nowhere and he doesn't know what to do with his life and he realizes that he's been walking a mediocre life his entire life and he ends up running into a teacher in a, in a unique way named Amicus and Amicus teaches him 21 life lessons throughout the story that change him from the inside out mm. and uh, and we watch what happens to Jay Garfield and hopefully some of these lessons also stick with the reader. Oh, that's fantastic. I remember, I remember Og Mandino and reading that book. And I remembered that that was the style of reading that I really enjoyed because it was storytelling. And you, and, you know, you saw the lesson in it because you could relate to it as, as a story. I am, I'm not good with kind of like the 10 ways to be able to, you know, succeed on social media type of thing. And it's like, okay, I may, <laughs> might be able to get to three. But, you know, but I, I like the storytelling idea. So Amicus 101, this book that you wrote, is kind of that storytelling approach. Yeah, and I just finished my, the first draft of my seventh book, and it's called The Four Fibs. And it's, it's again, I, I go back and I use the character of Amicus, who meets this other person, uh, and he, 
he walks him through the four fibs in life that people tell themselves that stop them from reaching their potential. And so, you know, it's, uh, I, I love, I love stories. Life's a story. In fact, you and I are writing our own story. The, the who's ever listening to this podcast today, this radio show today, they're, they're writing their own story. And I think when we become aware of the fact that we're writing our own story every day, we might start to put a few twists in there that we might really enjoy living. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And listen, I, I, I unfortunately had to be at a memorial this week from a dear friend, um, and she was such a vibrant soul and such a beautiful, loving person. She made she made you feel so important, you know. And and here she was dying of cancer, and yet she made you important. Um, she just was really a, a, an honorable spirit, and. Uh, and going to her memorial, I just was so excited to be able to hear some of the stories. And and I I got to tell you, I felt a little disappointed because there were probably millions of stories that would have, you know, made this person's life so valid. Um, and there was only a couple people that shared the stories because there was so much emotion going on in the room. And I so I just went home and I just started journaling and I just started journaling every story that I could remember of hers because I thought that's that's what I need to do. That's that's part of of how I can continue to share the opportunities and to share her life and the importance that it had on me and others. So I totally I totally get that storytelling. Well, that was a beautiful gesture. And you know, you bring up a really interesting point uh, about journaling. You know, I've been journaling every day in my life now for probably the last ten years, and I. I think that the, the life worth living is the life worth writing about. And I, I believe that at least my experience in journaling is you start to develop a, a self-awareness and you realize that, that, that you're responsible for so much that happens to you in life. And instead of looking at other people and pointing fingers and saying it's because of them or him or her or that, that this has happened in my life, we develop this awareness. And when we develop an awareness that we are responsible for creating what happens to us, we have the ability to, to, to make that, to, to do something positive, to make, the, to make whatever we're going to experience positive instead of negative. Mm-hmm. And so journaling is a great thing, and I encourage everybody to journal just to find out who they are. Yeah, I, I go through stages where, um, as a matter of fact, I was gonna, I'm going to be posting this soon because I'm packing up my life and moving to Atlanta this week, um, this next week. Oh. And uh, so I was, as I was packing up my life, um, I was packing up my journals. And so I probably had like, 18, 20 of them, right, um, that are, weren't already in boxes from my previous move. So 18, 20 of them that have, were kind of like present in my current s- situation. And I giggled. I, I just giggled for like a half hour as I was packing them up because the journal itself, like the cover of it, was so relevant to what my life was about at that time. And, you know, so if it was like love, I was like all into this self-love. And if it was kind of nature, I was in I was really into hiking. If it was, you know, if it, if it had a, a title like, you know, uh, uh, something about, you know, uh, I, I'm better off alone. I knew that I was in a breakup situation at that point in my life. And it was it, mm-hmm. and it but, I, you know, I just looked at the covers of my journals and I could tell you the stories of each and every one of those timelines. Um, And to be able to go back and see the patterns, to see the success, to see the failures, and trust that you can get through all of those. And I think think that's what you're about. I think that this, you know, this extra mile that you're talking about is really saying it's okay to have the failures um, and to just keep going. Well, I think you've given yourself pretty much an awesome gift, by the way, with all these journals. That was really cool that you did that. And it sounds as if you personally have decided to take a giant risk in your life because anytime you start moving cities and some big risk is involved, what's going on that, what big risk are you about to take? Oh, I, I fell in love. I am, I am, I fell in love. That's that risk that I took, which, which by the way, if you knew any of my previous story, you know, I was, I was at that point where I'm like, okay, that's it. It's just going to be me, myself, and I, and I'm going to love myself to the depth of my soul, and I'm, and I'm going to have an awesome life. And the minute that I started to really love myself and cherish myself and you know, allow myself to have the, the success and the failures and, and not beat myself up for them, that's when love showed up. So I'm a, I'm a big but, believer that you've got to love yourself first before love can enter the room. Well, that's a beautiful story. And, you know, things can happen to us at any age. 
it was a podcast I did w- with the podcaster recently, and she was over 80 years old, and she shared with me that she had just found the love of her life Aww. at the age of 80, something like that. I and love you know, that. One of the big lies we always tell ourselves, Bonnie, is that we're just too old. I'm too old to do this. I'm too old to go back to school. I'm too old to start anew. I'm too old to fall in love again. I'm too old to start dating. Mm. And that's just not true. It's true if you believe it's true, yeah. but I don't believe it's true for me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I honestly, honestly believe that we can have whatever we want and it's and we have to look at that level of resistance that is preventing us. And as you say, to go the extra mile. So I love the concept of this. You know, um, I was at a I was at a seminar with Mel Robbins. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Mel Robbins, but she has this like, you know, count backwards, five, four, three, two, one, do it. And they and they and they talk about how this literally shifts the brain because what you don't want to happen is you don't want to go into that that amygdala part of the brain where it's going to like talk you out of it. It's going to it's going to go back and say you did it before and it didn't work, so don't do it again. And um, so it's you just have to really stay in that that frontal part of your brain and just do it. And I feel like that's a lot of what you're saying here in this extra mile is just keep going. Yeah, that's right. You know, I know where my destination is. I know where I want to go. Now, as I start to walk there, I might not be able to get there on the path that I'm on, but that's okay. Then I turn left, and then I, I go down there, and then I cross the mountain, and I go over there, and that's how I get to there. I mean, as we as we walk to whatever goal we're going through in life, it, we might not be able to see the straight line, but let's just start walking. We might have to come up with, you know, road A, B, and C to get there, but that's okay. We'll find it when we see the stop sign in front of us. We'll know to turn left or right. We just keep heading straight. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. We're going we're gonna to tap into another break here because this is going so fast, and I'm loving this conversation that we're having. But when we come back, um, I, I want to I talk with, with you and give our listeners some tips on how can we get motivated when we feel unmotivated? How can... You know, because life, life sometimes sucks, and we don't want to have to go the extra mile. So what are some tips for that? And then I want to be able to look at, um, you know, some of the books that you think might help my listeners that we can do a little promo on here to be able to encourage them to read something that might look at shifting themselves to go that extra mile, okay? Awesome. All right. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Helen Hillix, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. I'm with Sean Anderson, real-life motivation without the hype. And Sean, you say that you're... That your 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 job is to empower people. How do you empower us when we don't want to get motivated? To remind you to watch what you eat. Oh, that's a good and start. Yeah. And what I what I mean by that is something a little deeper than what you think. I watch watch what you feed your brain, because that's where everything starts. It starts in our brain. So mm-hmm. when you're feeding your brain negative, you're going to feel negative. When you're feeling feeding your brain unmotivated, you're going to feel unmotivated. The opposite is true. When you feed yourself inspiration, you're going to be more inspired. So if you're feeling unmotivated in life, I just simply ask you, what are you eating? Mm. So what's, what's that part in us that is having us feel unmotivated or uninspired? Yeah, that's right. Because, I, when, you know, when you hang around people that if you're in a conversation with somebody and they're uninspiring, how do you feel when you read that conversation? Uninspired. <laughs> If you if you are with someone or if you read something or listen to a song that's just amazing and powerful, how do you feel? Oh, amazing! Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. See, so you have to watch what you're feeding yourself. What yeah. are you? What are you eating? Yeah, it's it's true. It's like what? How are you feeding yourself? What are you eating? Um, you know, are you watching the news and then you're afraid to go out and you're afraid for you know what's happening in the world? Um, you know, are you are you on social media too much and just getting influenced? Because there is some level of influence in all of that, um, influenced by Absolutely. the topics, the conversations that are happening, and and you know, it's so yeah. So what are you eating? What are you eating? And, and then because it's a three part, it's a, I, I I I try to simplify things as much as I can so I can understand them, so I can take action on them. So it starts with what I think that determines what I feel. That determines what I do, and you know what I do goes back to either increasing or decreasing the positive things that I'm thinking, which determines what I feel again. It's a circle. It is. What I think, what I feel, what I do. What I think, what I feel, what I do. I can control what I think, so that's why I make sure to put, and, and then that affects what I feel, affects what I do. Hmm. Yeah, I think people forget that we have more power than we think. That we have the power to change our lives. We have the power to do things. You know, I, I, I'm totally inspired by people that, you know, run marathons. And they've never, and these are not your typical people that you would think are all of a sudden running a marathon. They're like, you know, I just decided to run a marathon. And, um, you know, or go travel and walk across the country. <laughs> Those are the yeah, people I, that inspire I, I me. I believe in the power of the human spirit. I believe that you and I are more capable of doing what we even think we're capable of. It just it, People just need others to plant the seed of what is really inside them. And then if that seed continues to be watered, some amazing things grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's been one of your biggest failures in life? Mm. And what did you learn from it? You know, it's interesting, this whole concept of failures, defeats, tragedies. And I don't know if it's it's, it's, it's evolved in what I think about those things, but I mean, and and I don't want to sound so altruistic, but I don't ever look at the fact now that I failed or that I lost because every one of those is a blessing because it's gotten to me where I am now and it helped me learn of where I needed to go. Mm -hmm. you know, I, in 1992, I ran for political office, and I had won a three-way primary and lost a really nasty election in the generals. And at that time, I was crushed. My life was over. I wasn't even 30 yet, but my life was over. It was the ending of my life. I was going to be a future United States senator, and I wasn't even a U.S. senator. I didn't even get off the ground. And my whole, you know, when we look at life like that as those those defeats that, that just break us down into the ground and we stayed there that's our choice but in turn i looked at that as the greatest blessing i've ever had that loss because that loss reminded me so deeply 
of what it was not to have people necessarily believe in you. That reminded me of, of truly how strong I am to rise again. Mm. And that's what really gave me the power to go out and want to be the cheerleader for other people. So sometimes our greatest defeats really aren't defeats at all, but they, in my case, it's my greatest victory. Yeah. So what did that do? So then that next part was after you realized, well, that's what you weren't supposed to be doing anyway. It, because sometimes, sometimes I think that if we start walking in a direction, we become refined, and almost the universe like shows us these, these different ways that says, okay, you're on the right direction, but it's not quite that. I wanted to go into politics because I truly wanted to make a difference. I wanted to change people's lives. I wanted to be able to help make good law so that, that we could, that, you know, that, that society was stronger. Well, I still am doing the same vision today in the sense that I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm empowering people and motivating mm-hmm. people and encouraging people to still be their best. I'm making a difference. So sometimes the, what we intend isn't what we end up doing. Yeah, I totally get that. I, I totally get that. That makes a lot of sense. So you can you can have that plan of action that you think this is this is where it's supposed to go. That was a conversation I had with my son who's 19 and he's at the University of Arizona. And he's just like he's really pondering and asking the questions. What do I want to be? What direction do I want to go in? And I said, you know, choose a direction. That's the first thing is you got to make a choice. Because even if you end up with this degree or that degree, you're going to find where that's supposed to take you, where you're supposed to be in life, no matter what. Yeah, see, I agree with that. If we just start walking forward, sometimes the path might change, but we just got to keep moving forward. But that's part of that. I think that's life, right? The evolution of why we exist, the transformation and, you know, and the growth that we are supposed to have as, as humans in this lifetime is, you know, is to be able to, you know, take those risks and try things on and, and walk a path and realize that there's a fork in the road and then make a choice and go, hmm, I'm going to go this way. Whether it's a failure or whether it's a success, you're right. It's always, yeah. it always ends up being a learning lesson. If we went back to the journal of, of that young girl, that young woman that we, you know, your journals mm-hmm. earlier, we, we probably wouldn't even be able to recognize you in many of those words, but yet you were walking forward, you were moving forward, and that young woman, she kept evolving and she kept changing, just as we all are, if we allow ourselves to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe that we can stop growing, we can stop learning, we can stop evolving the moment that we decide to. See, that's what going the extra mile is all about, really. It's, it's why do we ever need to stop? Why do we ever need to stop going the extra mile and creating the greatest relationship we've ever had? Why do we ever have to stop going the extra mile and creating the greatest health we've ever had? Why do we have to stop going the extra mile and becoming the, the most adventurous person we've ever been? We don't it, until we choose that we just don't want to. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. See, when I turn 85, and I will, I have a feeling that I'm going to probably be the best me I've ever been. And why wouldn't I be? I would have learned more, met more people, seen more things, soaked in more stories, had more experiences. Why at 85 am I less than what I am at 55? I won't be. I can't wait to meet that guy because he's going to be he's going to be great. He's going to know so much more than I know now. <laughs> and so, you know, just because we get older doesn't mean we become less than who we were. Our best days are not behind us unless we choose them to be our best days. Mine aren't. I've yet to give my greatest speech. I've yet to write my greatest book. Mm-hmm. I've yet to give my greatest interview. I've yet to go on my greatest hike. I've yet to, make, to meet my most inspirational person. I haven't done any of those things yet. That's inspiring right there. Everything, everything you just said. Like I really just for a moment – I wasn't in the studio on a radio show with a guest. For a moment, I was hearing the words that you were saying, and I was thinking about, you know, that my new journey begins next week, and anything and everything that I've always wanted is right in front of me, and I'm just going to keep going that extra mile. Man, it's magical. Yeah, it is. Magical. Yeah, it really, it really, really is. This has been... um, Thank you. I, I feel I feel very touched by this conversation, and it and it's really been nothing more than, you know, kind of allowing myself to absorb into it and to be able to hear your words and and your passion and your purpose for everything that you're doing. And I I I'm 
really honored to have you on the show and to continue to hear your success. Um, uh, thank you. Thank you so much. You know, I look forward to finding out what happens to you in Atlanta because, <laughs> man, you're, you're about ready to go into the greatest adventure you've ever walked into, this, this, this new life that you are creating. It's, 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 man, you, it's, there's so much excitement that can happen, and not just for you, but for every listener. Every life is full of possibility if we just get past the fear that holds us back from taking that step. Bonnie, this was a huge decision for you, not only to choose to fall in love with a man or another human being, but to, to move. But yet you've moved past the fear, and now look what you've opened up for yourself, the chance just to, to, to be wow. Yeah, it really is. It, it really is a new beginning, and um, it's... Uh, it's I, I'm really excited about it, and I know that you know I've got family here, I got friends here, um, I've got my son here, um, so I know that you know there's that part of me that is that I'm going away from them, but I'm I, I don't look at it that way. I look at it that I'm I'm only imp- I'm improving my life so that we all can have a better life. I'm going to be a better version of me. You are and, going to be an amazing and, version of you. Yeah, me. and that that is it. That's that's a, not only a gift for myself, but it's also that that contribution that you say that you know, for other people that to continue to be inspiring like that. So thank you. Woo! Can amazing. We about, can we talk about fear? Well, we can talk about fear because we have about a minute and a half left. So yeah, let's talk about fear. Well, because there's no doubt you felt fear. I would assume in in making this big decision, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Every, and every level of fear. See, one of the questions I'm asked the most is, or that I, I sense the most, is someone's afraid to make a big decision because of the fear that holds us back. And I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you this is the one secret to overcoming fear every single time. Make the adventure bigger than the fear. Mm. When we make the possibility of what will happen greater than the fear that we think will happen, that's what pushes us forward. That is so true. That is so true. The adventure of it, you know, the the unknown. There's excitement in that. I don't want to know my entire path. I don't want it to, to have to be all laid out in front of me. I want it to be a powerful um, journey and an adventure, like you said. Sean, you've been an amazing, amazing guest here. Tell us how people can <laughs> find you because I want them to stay connected Sean with you. SeanAnderson.com, S-H-A-W-N, SeanAnderson.com. And then, you guys, let's participate in this, you know, um, go the extra mile on November 1st and figure out how we can celebrate heroes. Um, and then I- I'm sure on your website you've got your books that um, I'm sure are powerful reads. And so I want my listeners, I'm going to encourage you guys to check it out. And uh, let's follow Sean and be a part of all of this inspiration that he's provided with us today. Sean, thank you. Bonnie, you are awesome times five. Perfect. All right. Remember, everybody, to be you in beauty. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.